What's up, everybody? Welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. I am Wyatt, and this week I am joined by Vernon. Recently, we've been talking about a lot of movies here. I mean, I've yes. done some solo stuff, but this you know this time of the year, it is Christmas time. Merry you know, I had to put off the Christmas reviews because of the Godzilla Minus One review last week. That movie was so damn good, I had to talk about it. But from here going to the end of the month, it's going to be nonstop Christmas movies. And we are starting out with probably one of the, the biggest Christmas movies of them all. I mean, we're, it's the Christmas story. I mean, it's it, universally well-known. I mean, TBS has it. But not everybody hours. loves it. I know not yeah, everybody yeah. loves it. That's the thing about this. And it, we're both on the side of we love this movie. So if you're coming into this review not liking it, then get the fuck out of here, you know. But, like, we're, we're, we love this movie, you know. So yeah. and we, we are going to talk about the people that don't like it as well. Yeah, and I mean, whether you like it or don't like it, everybody knows this movie in one mm -hmm. way or another. Um, it is extremely played. Like, I know TBS runs it for 24 hours on Christmas Day, nonstop, back to back yeah. to back to back. And I, I think like TNT and there's a couple other stations that do it as well. But I mean, before we get into it, I mean, this is this movie is from 1983 is directed by Bob Clark, who also he's famous for some other movies. Porky's, which is kind of like a, a coming of age, like raunchy comedy in like the 80s. You also have Baby Geniuses. I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever remember that movie. But the one that really surprises everybody the most is he also directed Black Christmas, which is one of the all-time great horror. Like, I wouldn't even really call it like a slasher per se, but it's one of the all-time great horror movies from the 70s set during Christmas. So it's so weird to see him direct Black Christmas. And then a couple years later, he does A Christmas Story, which is one of the most wholesome Christmas movies around. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize it was the same person that did both of those. Like, that, it's complete contrast. You know, it's in the same vein with Christmas there, but like, geez. Man. Yeah, just from some like kind of digging around a little bit, I guess he he originally wanted to make this movie, but they part of the deal was he had to make a horror movie for the studio. And he was like, all right, I guess I will. So he ended up doing Black Christmas and that ended up becoming not even just a cult classic, but just like a classic in general yeah. terms. Like everybody really likes Black Christmas. I usually watch it every year during the month of December. I watch Black Christmas at some point. But yeah, I mean, what is kind of your history with a Christmas story? Because I'm sure mine's going to be different from yours. So me personally, my dad loves this movie. Like he it's the it's the same reason I'm a Buckeye fan, because he loves the Buckeyes. You know, it's like it's he would play this before TNT and TBS would play this every year, like nonstop. Okay. Like he would he would be playing this movie all the time. And I remember getting the VHS and the DVD and just always having it around. And so I've seen it probably a thousand times i feel like i've seen this movie so many times that i i didn't even need to rewatch it beforehand to do this review with you like i i know mm -hmm. every scene so this and i think maybe that's i'm a, i have a biased opinion on it i just love it because it's always been around and it's always been like oh like all the funny scenes in the movie are always being recited around the house like around christmas time and things like that yeah. and it's 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 with me personally it's a movie that i've seen a million times and i've even shown my son now and he his reaction to it made me happy because he loved it like he's actually laughing at parts at the movie like not just like smiling like he's laughing out loud to some of this stuff and i'm like oh my god thank you like i'm so glad he likes this movie <laughs> you know, so we could just keep yeah. the tradition going you know yeah mine was a little different i mean when i was really young i didn't like this movie at all like when i was oh. really young i didn't like it it just felt like it just felt old to me yeah. and like as a kid whenever you're watching like an old movie of like that your parents like or whatever it kind of bores you or you're kind of turned off because it is an old movie but like 
for those types of reasons, exactly why I love it now. It's just the aesthetic and how old it feels. Even though it was from 1983, it feels so much older than that. I mean, it's set yeah. during the 40s, but it has just that kind of like feel to the movie as well. It um, felt. I think that's part of why I liked it when I was younger is because it was so different than like it was old, old. And like yeah. it was just giving me like a glimpse into what Christmas would have been like in that time. And I think I really liked exactly. that, that part of it, you know. Yeah, but as the years going on, I don't even remember like what year. I wasn't like way older or anything. It was like maybe around like going out of elementary school and like middle school. It was like one year during Christmas. It was during when it, as soon as they started it, like on Christmas Eve, like whenever for a place from Christmas Eve all the way to the end of Christmas Day, those 24 hours for some like we were just playing games, like playing dominoes or whatever at the house. And I, it was just on in the background the whole time. And I just remember watching it and it just like clicked. Like I, yes. I liked it at that point. It clicked like, and I was okay. like, I get it now. Cause I mean, it's one of those <laughs> movies that plays so often where it runs in the background or whatever. So you, you, you kind of know the whole movie, but you haven't seen it straight through. You've seen yeah. bits and pieces here and there, but you kind of put it in your mind as one movie. But when you actually sit down and watch it the whole way through, it, there's it's really nothing amazing. else like it. It's an amazing movie. It's, a, it's start to finish. It's great, but like you're saying, you you definitely as the years go by, you know, you see bits and pieces of it. But and then I can understand that being a lot of people's only viewing of it. Like they've seen it a million mm -hmm. times, but they haven't really seen it. If that makes any sense, you know, yeah. like where I kind of had the opposite effect. Where this was already, we would sit down and watch this movie you know like this was already start to finish for me where i was like that was great you know like it just feels mm -hmm. like a, a christmas story the whole way through and i just i love it you know so yeah and one of the best things about it is just because it's so genuine it feels real like yeah. it, it, like of course all these other christmas movies there's going to be some some wacky or zany or some just some stuff that like isn't it's probably not going to happen in real life where like, it's like this movie, magic. every single thing is like, you, you can believe everything happened in this movie. Yes. Yeah. It, it feels like a lived in movie. Like you're actually dropping in on these characters for like that week or whatever, how long, however long this movie takes place for like a couple of days or whatever up leading up till Christmas. But it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just so genuine. It just, it, it has such a different feel compared to any other Christmas movie that's out there. I feel like that's why it's so timeless. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I agree. I feel like Timeless is the perfect way to describe this because even like you said, I didn't realize it was set in the 40s. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, being being you know done in the 80s, and we're sitting here talking about it in 2023. Like this movie, it, it's gonna be around forever. You know, I don't think it'll ever not be considered one of the Christmas classics. You know, so yeah, this this is gonna be ran for 24 hours every single year for the rest of time most likely yeah and i mean yep. they do have a couple sequels i from what i understand i've never seen them or anything i, I mean there's a couple... i don't want to kill the magic exactly that's exactly the thing what i was going to say is like there's a couple like straight to straight to video ones from back in the day um and of course there was one that came out i believe last year or the year yeah. before where it that's actually like... was peter billingsley he came back as ralphie and it was right. like a present day sequel like catching up with Ralphie and his family and everything. And I was like, I heard it was okay. It wasn't bad by any means, but it's like what you're saying. I don't want to ruin the magic of just this movie. You yeah. Know? I don't want to, I don't want to see a sequel or where these characters are at now. You know? Ralphie's story ends when he's falling asleep, you know, with that, with the holding the rifle. That's where the movie and his story ends. I don't want to see any yeah. type of sequels. Like exactly. Uh, I, will, I will eventually watch them. But like, I just, I, I'm not ready. I'm still not ready. Yeah, I'm not either. Yeah, I mean, talk about just the cast here. Peter Billingsley 
plays Ralphie here. He has Ooh. gone on to do some things. Um, apparently, he's a producer of Iron Man. I saw like he originally produced Iron Man with because uh, he's a good friends with uh, the director. What's his name? Favreau. Favreau. John Favreau. He's well, good friends with John he's Favreau. He's in Iron Man one. Exactly, but he was also a producer on it as well. Um, and he also I I don't know if he was in it but i know he helped produce swingers from back in the 90s with john favreau and uh okay the other dude i forget his name vince vaughn was in it I, I told you already but like me and the boys just went to uh, a steelers patriots game and literally we, we were planning to do this review and then sure enough who comes out at halftime on the field peter billingsley like right there i was just See, like, that's super oh, cool that is awesome like, it was crazy it was like blowing my <laughs> mind when i was looking at Kyrie, and i'm like Kyrie, that's Ralphie. That's Ralphie. Like, you know, just because oh, because we me, me and him just had watched a Christmas story a few weeks ago or mm-hmm. a few days ago, honestly. And like it was just crazy that he was even at the game there. I'm like, Why? that is awesome. Like, <laughs> you didn't you had no clue whatsoever. No. But yeah, it, it's wild to, to read that he was involved with kind of the start of the MCU in a way. He helped yeah. produce the original Iron Man. He was in it. And I guess he was in Far From Home as well. He had yeah. he came back as like the same character as well. Yep, exactly. So. So like he is still doing some stuff within like the the movie universe and all that. He hasn't he's not as involved as an actor as of recently. I mean, he was in like the Christmas Story sequel. It was like a crisp I forget what the actual title of it was called. It was like a Christmas Story story or something. I don't remember. But he's not like super involved as an actor as of right now. He does some things here and there like bit parts, but he's mostly like a producer at this point. Uh, you have Melinda Dillon as as the mother in the movie. They don't really have any names, especially like the dad uh, played by Darren McGavin. They just call him the old man yeah. throughout the whole movie. He doesn't even have a name. And uh, to be honest, he's probably one of my favorite characters of the movie. Yeah. And he, I feel like everybody either has a dad like this or they know a dad that's like this. Exactly. And he's just so relatable. And he's just he just seems like a genuine like they just plucked this dude out from nowhere. And he just he's just a, a dad. He didn't really have to do anything different. He didn't have to do any extra research or prepared for this. He's just like, oh, yeah, I got this. No problem. I I don't need a script. I don't even need a script. You have Ian Petrella, who plays his little brother Randy in the movie. Uh, Scott Schwartz as Flick. And, of course, uh, Zach Ward as Scott Farkas. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's one of the memorable part of the movie, even though he's only in, like, two scenes or three (laughs) scenes of the movie. It's interesting to look into some of the backstory, because there are some certain scenes that are cut. I mean, as anybody that's seen the movie knows, there are, like, these certain, like, dream sequences or daydream-type sequences throughout the movie. There is one that was cut. And the one that was cut, strangely enough, has something to do with what we're going to be talking about on the show here. And then, and probably in January, it was supposed to be already happened by now, but it got pushed off. There's a dream sequence they shot and it involves Flash Gordon, which we were going to be talking about because Flash Gordon was like an old comic, like comic book and serials from back in the day like through the 40s and 50s and stuff before it ever got made in the movie in the 80s yeah but there's a whole dream sequence where ralphie teams up with flash gordon to take down ming the merciless what and everything the hell i wish yeah, it, you, i wish they would have left that in there yeah and i mean i'll probably put this if i can find them i'll put the screenshots i did see a couple of them online so i'll put them up here for people to see but yeah i mean obviously it's not like the same dude that played flash gordon in the flash gordon movie but it's really weird to 
to see that there was a Flash Gordon scene cut out of this movie, even though we're going to be talking about Flash Gordon here in a couple weeks. Or right. Whatever. That's another like it's it's all secular. Like, I, why was Peter Billingsley at the game that I was just at two days ago? It's so you know? weird. Like, it's like, so weird how it works out like that. Right. That's crazy. I would love to see that, though. Like, even if it's just screenshots, I want to see that. And uh, the home that that the Christmas story is set in where Ralphie and the family lives. That is actually a huge popular tourist attraction. Now it actually, I guess somebody else just bought it out, but people can actually like rent out the place for like a night or a weekend and actually stay at the Christmas story house right. and they have tours and stuff. You can go and tour the house and all that. They kept it damn near exactly the same as in the movie. That's all these awesome, years later. man. That's just like a, like a piece of history. It's a piece of cinema history. Exactly. Right they have a big old sign outside the house, like a Christmas story house, wherever yeah. it's called, but it looks exactly the same. It's really cool. But this movie is based off of, I believe his name is John Shepard or Gene Shepard. Uh, it's based off his book called in God, we trust all others pay cash. And it's kind of like an autobiography types thing. Uh, a lot of these stories apparently in this movie are real life stories based off of his life. Yeah. And he's been trying to sell these things. I guess there is kind of another movie that has similar stories that was released. I don't remember if it was before or after, but he ended up selling his rights and they, this is kind of like a based off that book in a way. It's a lot of similar stories. And he's actually the dude that narrates the movie. He's the one that narrates for Ralphie. It's the actual dude that the story is based off of. Wow. Um, and he actually is in the movie at one point. Whenever they're in line to meet Santa, he's the he's the one adult that says like, oh, yeah, this is the end of the line. The beginning of the line's back here. Or whatever. <laughs> that's the dude that the story is based off of. He's the one that actually wrote everything and all that. Dude, so that's awesome. Dean Shepard's like actually in there. You're giving me crazy context here that I never had on this movie. And it's like a movie I've seen a million times. So that's, I can't wait to look for that next time I see it, you know? Yeah. So it was like, it was based off of his childhood. I, I believe it was in the forties or fifties. So that's why it's set in that time period and all that. But yeah, I guess a lot of these events, I don't know which ones are fictionalized or what have you, but a lot of it is based off his actual life and him growing up as a kid and all that. Right. Right. Um. So another pretty wild thing is when they were casting the movie, there was one big name actor they reached out to and actually really liked the script and wanted to do it. But because of who they were, they weren't able to afford them, especially with making the rest of the movie. They just couldn't do it. And that boy is Jack Nicholson. He was going to be playing the father. He was going to be playing oh the old man in the movie, God. which man, I don't know if I could see Jack Nicholson do it. I feel like it would have, it would have just taken way too much away from it. Like, I don't believe that that's just Jack Nicholson. as yeah. the dad. I could see it, be, but like it might have been in a different universe that movie exists and like it's kind of it's yeah. just normal, like because it always had Jack Nicholson in it. So like I could see what you're saying, but like if it if we would have had it, it would have been it would have been great, man. I feel like it would have been just as good, if not better yeah. like he would have been seen stealing though that like you're saying he would have exactly. been kind of seen stealing so i feel like it would have been a little off-putting and i don't as as great of an actor as jack nicholson is i'm not like i hate to say it but i feel like it might have taken away from some of the believability of it like yeah. especially towards the end where like the the dad is like where him and the mom are sitting on the couch watching the kids unwrap the presents and he's just like i don't know he's just you haven't really seen him too happy throughout the rest of the movie but he's just kind of He's just that he's dad. Very he's very believable. 
Yeah, watching his kids over his presence, and even like where he's sitting there talking with Ralphie, and he tries to give him like a sip of his wine. He's like, "Oh no, you can't have any of this." Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "Well, what is that over there? I think I see another present behind the tree or whatever." And it's like, it's just it. My parents used to do that with me when I was younger. Like when they had like a big present for me, they would save it until last. And you're like, "Oh, what is that behind there?" Like, because they're like, "Oh, "Oh, I didn't get more." Oh, I think there's something up upstairs. I think, like, yeah, know, like exactly. Exact, yeah. So, like, I don't. I feel like with Jack Nicholson, as good as an actor he is, I don't know if I think it would have kind of taken you out of it being like believable in a way. Like, it's just that star power that kind of elevates above everybody else. I don't know. It's just something about uh, what's his name, Darren McGavin, who just it just seems real. He just seems yeah. like he's actually Ralphie's dad. Whereas, like, if it was Jack Nicholson, I don't know if I would have got that that feeling from the movie it's just, no, like, oh, it's just jack nicholson <laughs> i feel you on that and i'm glad we got what we got but like that would have been interesting i would have liked the to, to see that but i'm glad we got what we got and the last note i had here is like one of the most memorable scenes of the whole movie where ralphie says fudge Dude. <laughs> whenever oh. they're taking the tire he's helping oh. him replace the tire apparently fudge. <laughs> oh fudge Apparently, uh, Peter Billingsley fuck. actually had to say fuck, though, over really? and over and over. Yeah, they didn't have him say fudge. He was actually Why? saying fuck over and over and over and over again. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was for it, but they actually had him say it. And I guess because he was an actor at that time and being around like adults all the time and all that, he said it was nothing new to him. He already knew <laughs> most of the swear words. Yeah. So like he was totally fine with doing it. I guess everybody else was, too, um, which is weird because like some of the other stuff in the movie, uh, especially with, like the old man where he's down there yelling at like the furnace and stuff, like all that was like not scripted. He just let him go about doing his own thing, just but they didn't want brush. him to swear or anything like that. <laughs> they didn't want him to swear, but in this one scene where Ralphie's not even supposed, I mean, technically he's swearing, but you don't hear the swear. They're just like, yep, just have at it. We're just going to keep just doing keep it over and it. over. <laughs> keep saying it. We're good. I mean, but I, but I'm going to say, oh, fudge in the movie, right? But like, yeah, but it's funny. Keep saying it. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll change That is it. still one of the funniest parts of the movie for me, though, because just yeah, how, dude, I love how it. it is in slow motion, too, where it's like his dad's like, I love everything about it. Like when the, the tire pops, he's like, oh, God, he gets over. He's like, uh, two minutes, time me. Or you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He hops out and say, like, Ralphie, why don't you go help him? And he goes out, uh, just everything, start he's to like finish. holding man. the thing like, for the lug nuts and he actually no, no, accidentally no, no, bumps him. They just oh, go. <laughs> but I didn't say fudge. fudge. <laughs> His dad's just like jaws drop. You did you know what your boy just said out what, there? And she's oh, Ralphie, oh. and it leads to the fucking kid getting his ass beat on the phone, bro. Ralphie's sitting there with that big ass bar of soap in his mouth, and I guess it was just a bar of wax. I guess it wasn't actually soap. Um, but he's like, where did you learn this from? He's like, oh, I learned it from like what was his name, Schwartz or whatever. Schwartz, yeah, Schwartz. It's like. <laughs> Oh god! It's like now I've heard my dad say that word a million times a day. But I wasn't gonna like... tell her that. And even like when the mom calls the other mom, he's like the mom was like, "Well, maybe he learned it from his father." He's like, "No, he like, says he oh. learned it from from your kid." He's like, "What? Boy. What? What? He heard it from your son." What? 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 What?
what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, but then even just more imagine like, his kid like just minding his own business listening to the radio or whatever in his house his mom just, just comes up and starts smacking the shit out of him oh, what did i do like this is part of the reason i love this movie so much is because like like we said it started with the tire popping right and now we're at this kid getting his ass beat right and then it leads to the fucking one flashbacks memory sequence we get like the dream sequence where ralphie's all blind and he's like oh my god because he wanted to get back he wanted to find a way to get back at his at his parents yeah like and like they're just oh like it's just oh my god that whole part like it it evolves so much over that like like, even like it breaks the fourth wall when he like looks at the camera and everything and he's like (laughs) they're all sad oh my god dude this movie is amazing i recommend anybody if you're watching this, I'm sure you've seen it. But if you're watching this, you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's oh, you it's have a to. amazing Christmas classic, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't understand why people don't like it at this point. It's it's just I, so I wholesome, it. and it's genuinely funny. Yeah, <laughs> had a lot of moments. Like, like one of my favorite parts is where they uh, the dogs come in and like eat the turkey. It's towards the, the end. Hounds. There. <laughs> they come in. The bumpus hounds come Bumpus's. in and eat the turkey. They end up going to the Chinese restaurant for dinner. Oh, and they're like, they go like, rah, 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 rah. And they're like, no, 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 like, no. That's specifically la, 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 a scene la, la. that probably they couldn't get away with nowadays if they tried to do a movie like that. Dude, it's so <laughs> like the dude that's running the shop is just like, no, it's fa, la, 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 la. Like, oh, okay. Rah, 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 rah. And like, then the dude brings out the duck. And he's still got the head, and he's like, it's smiling at me. It's smiling like, oh. at me. And he just chops the head off of it. Like, One thing I read about that, the mom wasn't in on that at all. She didn't oh have any God. idea that that was going to happen. So That's like, why they she the reacted duck out. like that. She had no clue that was going to happen. And then when they chopped the head off, she lost it. That's why she, like, that reaction she has is genuine. She, like, she didn't it know, like, she like screams it, and then starts laughing. <laughs> God. And then they all just start clapping. They're like, hey. It's so quick though. He's like, it's smiling at me. And he like picks up the head and the dude just with like, like cleaver just tops his head. <laughs> Shit is so fucking it's good. It's hilarious. Dude. Like, but what, yeah. what are some of your favorite parts of the movie? Oh man, there's so many. Um, I, I really like the whole, like one of the, one of the first dream sequences um, whenever he just robbers. thinks about getting the, yeah, the, the Red Rider BB gun and like the robbers come in. He's like, now it's your time, Black Bart. And he's like, I'm going to get you. And then, like, the family's under the table, and, like, his dad's wearing, like, the coonskin hat or whatever. Yeah. He's like, you got to save us, Ralphie. And, like, even whenever he shoots the dudes, it's, like, all, like, in fast motion. Like, the dudes running around the backyard and stuff. And then, like, they're all piled up dead, and they have the X's over their eyes and all. The Tweety Birds and shit. Tweety and Birds. And like, noises. He's, like, spitting tobacco. He's, like, he has, like, like cowboy <laughs> outfit with, like, the ruffles and all. <laughs> oh no it's oh blue <laughs> long as i got old blue with me and he like has like the dip like he spits and all that oh dude like I, it's so good <laughs> one of my favorite parts honestly is like uh and it's a it's a short one but it's like whenever randy's getting all bundled up for school 
and like he's like i can't put my arms out and like that whole sequence like there. A tank ready to pop and she's like all right just put your arms out at school and she wraps them up and like they send him out the house and he's like oh robbie wait up and then she, like, like this kid... pushes arms down and they just keep popping <laughs> right but like he's out the house now and he's like running outside and like this kid just pushes him over and he's like laying in the snow he's like hey kid get up he's like, I can't get up. Robbie, I can't get up. He's just crying. Like damn near almost the whole movie. This kid's whining about something. Dude, Randy, <laughs> Randy might be my second favorite character, to be honest. But the dad is definitely my favorite. But the Randy might be my second favorite character. Bro, that movie. that the piggy scene, like it oh disgusts me, but it's hilarious every single time. Though. It's like he's like, that, what do the piggies say? At first you're like, this is gross. And then the longer it goes on, you're like the the way he's laughing and I'm like yo this is hilarious <laughs> like I can't and everything. <laughs> you good boy show mommy how the piggies eat <laughs> and it's just much. like a genuine reaction from the mom too it feels real sure she's just like she finds it adorable and she like you can see just like the the twinkle in her eye like that that you know this isn't the first time they've had to do this thing and like the dad just has the disgusted look on his face he's like, Ugh, yeah dude <laughs> but it's like even like the small shit like even in the beginning where like the, the dad's looking at the paper he's like doing the crossword and he's like uh what the, the cousin of the like the lone ranger's cousin the horse's name or whatever he's like who's supposed oh. to know that and the mom like victor. gives it to him right away like, victor he's like, like victor he's like, he's like yeah, yeah everybody, everybody knows, knows that, that. <laughs> like, <"What?"> <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's so good, dude. But yeah, I mean, as a, for those who don't know, I mean, there's this is kind of like a hangout movie. It's kind of similar to like Days and Confused and all these other hangout movies where there's really not like there's no huge problem they have to solve. There's no like there's no like antagonist of the whole movie or anything. You're just hanging out with these characters for like an hour and a half, hour and forty yeah. minutes, and it's very lighthearted. There's there's really not too much like heaviness to it. I mean, the only sad part is kind of like after. Like when Ralphie has the fight and everything, and his mom's like tr cleaning him up, and I like I think about it every time. Like the mother just does not give a fuck about Scott. Like she picks Ralphie up and just leaves. She doesn't even ask if he's okay. He's bleeding, from, leaking from the face. She just picks Ralphie up and goes home. She doesn't worry about the kid. That doesn't surprise me at all. That that's a mom. That's a mama bear. Like <laughs> if there's there's something going on, fuck this other kid. Like she's just like, my baby. You know what I mean? Like oh my god. <laughs> But I I understand what you mean. The whole movie is just Ralphie trying to get this Red Rider BB gun, and he it's either like trying to kind of hint at his family about it, like he puts his the magazine inside of like the People magazine or whatever that his his father and mother reads, so when they open it up, they could see just the ad for it and all that, which is pretty. You know what I noticed too when he does that in that scene? There's two separate beds, so his parents sleep in separate beds. Yeah, I mean that was an old thing back in like the throughout like the 30s, 40s, and 50s. I mean you see that in like all those old like uh old tv shows from back in the day and all that like that was just one of those no-nos they couldn't show like on tv and stuff like the couple see they couldn't sleep in the same bed there was even a part where like you couldn't even show toilets in movies and tv shows and stuff like psycho was one of the first movies to ever show a toilet <laughs> like i'm pretty sure it it's weird it's that type of weird shit from back in the day they didn't want to show like couples sleeping in the same bed and all that it was i don't know it was just to protect the youth i guess protect i, I <laughs> protect noticed the minds it, the, of the children i never noticed it until my literally my last watch through here i was like wait they have 
two separate beds because he i mm. when i saw him with the magazine he's putting it in and i'm like he's putting it on that bed like is, so this isn't ralphie's room you know what i mean yeah. like this is his parents room but there's two se- i was just like what the hell but yeah, it, it's old it times, you know it is just a little bit different different time you get introduced to a lot of stuff that comes up throughout the rest of the movie i mean like you like the he calls his father like the the feared furnace fighter or whatever because he's all like you see the smoke coming out of the from like the vents and all he's like <laughs> like oh, it reminds God. me of like home alone with like harry and marv like joe pesci would always do that kind of shit like just make up his own language while he's like he's supposed to be swearing but obviously you can't swear in a children's movie right just making up but, his own gibberish and Who then has the what a, shot? <laughs> open it open it up <laughs> another thing is that like uh the the leg bro the the grand prize what is uh, what is he called serious call award it? i it gave me a serious award. award it's a major award it's a That's major what award it major i won it fragile must be french must, must be italian <laughs> must be italian yeah. <laughs> must be italian and then his mom hates the shit out of that leg oh bro and like the reason i even thought about this is because the one time he's down in the furnace like you were saying and he's going crazy he's like and like it just smashes she goes over and she says yeah what was that ralphie's like, <laughs> you didn't like it the whole time you broke it i knew it <laughs> this is all you i knew you did this she's sitting there laughing at him when he's, he's trying, trying to glue to, it back together trying to put and the shit. pieces together and even when like they put it up in the window and all that you could she's so embarrassed like she's trying to cover her face while like everybody's she's gathered so outside like oh what's that there you got Ralph <laughs> no, it's a like, major oh, award he's like put it yeah. put it in the center <laughs> oh yeah and his mother slaps his ridiculous. hand like ralphie but yeah like we already mentioned like the bumpus hounds like this these neighbors must like they must have a feud going. And this neighbors just let all these dogs just out there running around, no chains, no nothing. Bumpus they just has. bumpuses, son of a bitch. But dude, he like shuts the one do- like dog's ear in the door, and it's like, hur, hur. <laughs> he's like, serves it right. This is, that's what you get, damn dog. Like, it's just like, and he's just so happy. He's like, hot damn. He's, I think that's what he's happy about the award, right? He yeah. comes in the, and he's just like, I wanted a major award. And like, <laughs> but like, the oh, dad is so, he's just one of those old school dads where like, you don't want to make him mad because he's going to go, he's just going to fly off the handle or else they're going to, you know, you know, get the switch. They're going to beat their behinds or whatever. But he's also mm-hmm. like, he has that soft side to him. You see throughout the movie too. He still cares about his family. Exactly. Like he absolutely cares about his family. You could tell everything he does is for his family. Yeah. And the mother, she's the one that like, she knows that other side of him. So she's like, especially like after the fight and all that, like the mom like covers for him. Like, yeah, he was in a little fight, but you know how it is. Like boys are boys. What have you. Right. And then like, she switch immediately switches the conversation. Cause as soon as he starts asking about the fight and she's like, Oh, are don't like the, the Packers play the bears or something coming up. He's like, Oh yeah, you're right. And he immediately goes off. Like, doesn't even remember the fight conversation. Right. And like, Ralph, he's exactly. like yeah thanks bob that shows you like a big like a long marriage and like like you said she's she knows what she's doing she's she's got control over everything in that household you exactly know? exactly and then you have like the dynamic between like ralphie and his friends and like they're going to school and all that and like they either make it fun of each other or just talking shit and then they run into scott scott farkas who is just an asshole he had yellow eyes i swear he had yellow eyes this dude are you talking about the dude that looks like uh eddie dalton yeah 
<laughs> yeah. It, I no, think it's so, God. He had yellow eyes. It's so funny that they put like a fox thing on his head yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like he like he <laughs> he looked evil. <laughs> if there's an antagonist, it's that kid right there. Like that kid was he has, the like, bad his guy. little yes man, his little henchman that has like hey, the flat <laughs> Yeah. I like outside, he's like, <laughs> just little tiny kid <laughs> and like what's whenever like the uh ralphie and his friends run off like you know you're like punching each other he's like ah son of a bitch right he just <laughs> they're just laughing like punches oh. him super hard he's like ah damn they, they it's it's a it's a great dynamic between those two but like it's funny how this villain just pops in out of nowhere like you got to see they're dealing with a bully you know mm-hmm. and then it ends up Flick gets caught up and they run inside. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's great. <laughs> he's like, wait up, guys. Wait up, guys. And he's just like, ah, ah. He's just like, you, say stop. Uncle. The, say uncle. Like, that, this poor kid, man, he ends up getting triple dog dared. Oh, yeah. You need the old triple dog dare. You don't you never want to hear that. You go into the, you went, skip the double dog dare, went straight to the triple dog dare. Triple um, dog dare. And that is another one of the most famous scenes from the movie is, you know, Flick sticking his tongue to the, to the pole and everything. And I'm not afraid. I'll do it. And he immediately starts freaking out and crying. Help me, guys. Don't oh, leave me uh, here. This frozen pole. The <laughs> firefighter's got to come and cut his tongue off. And I guess they use some kind of vacuum device from what I read online. It would be like, I feel like it would have been just easy enough to stick his tongue to a real pole, but I guess, you know, movies and whatnot, they want to look out for the the well-being of the kids. But I guess it was like kind of like a vacuum thing. You stick your tongue and it's like sucking on your tongue to hold it up against the pole. Interesting. but they didn't actually stick his tongue to a, a metal pole. <laughs> I figured they didn't actually do like this, that, that, but like, it's just funny how they, they, they have to cut his tongue, like part of it off or like cut it, like at least to get pour it hot off. water or something over top he comes of it. In and he's got the bandages on his tongue. He's like, like, uh, like walking. I into love the, the scene. Though. Like you immediately know who's guilty though. Whenever like the teacher's like, Oh, where's, we're missing someone. Where's flick. And everybody gets up to like, look out the window, except for Ralphie. Except and for Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, who's guilty out of everybody. The teacher just looks outside and all you see is just that little dot out in the across the the, the yard. Hands, like... <laughs> the teacher runs out in her boots and like her moo or whatever, and like the fire old school firefighter trucking You're out there. So right, though. That shit's so funny when all the kids get up and go look out the window and they those two they're are just, just like, sitting there oh, like no. Looking down, not even looking at the window. Like they're just like, we already know. Like, oh my god. So much trouble. And yeah, he comes in with that bandage on his tongue. Yeah, that shit's so funny too, man. There's just too many memorable scenes in this movie. Yeah. I mean, they had that practical joke where like everybody had like the fake teeth. And you you could tell this was a sort of thing. So she opens up her drawer to throw it in. It's just like all those like toys and like practical jokes of like the teeth. The chattering teeth are just going in her drawer and all that. She's just like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of these kids. Sick of these damn kids. Everybody's trying to butter her up after they hand them like their themes because everybody has like their theme they have to write about what they want for Christmas. And of course, like Ralphie's is going to be he wants the Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. And like, everybody brings like a gift for their teacher, like an apple or whatever. And like Ralphie brings in the whole fucking fruit basket. <laughs> Big ass basket, puts it right in front of her. And he's just like, <laughs> she's like, go sit down. And he's like, and he gets like a what like a C on it or whatever. Yeah, like, go shoot your eye out. He's like, oh, oh, you shoot your <laughs> eye out. 
Oh God! The only thing I can think is her and my mom getting together, and then it like flashes like you will shoot your eye out. We're like the teacher's eye. like the Wicked Witch of the of the West. Yeah. Or and for whatever reason, his mom's dressed as a jester. I don't understand yeah. that. It doesn't make any sense to me. But like you they're sitting there, <laughs> like oh my God! And it's just like you you get to see so many different things about like what was it like to be a kid in like the 1940s. Obviously, you don't have like the TVs or whatever. You have to listen to the radio, like the little orphan Annie, yeah, radio show or whatever. And he has like he gets the decoder pin, and he has to like decode the message they give to you based off the numbers on the radio and he's up in the bathroom Randy's doing his thing and that's one of the, the other funniest scenes in the just his reaction after he finishes it is sure to drink your oval tea a crummy commercial son of a bitch that's like his realizing or like his like moment of realization that this is a scam like this is just yeah. a bullshit ass little <laughs> This isn't a secret spy, like you know, like he, like he became a man in that moment. It's like son of they a say, bitch. like the radio things, like be sure not to share this with anybody else. They like, keep it secret. He's, like, <laughs> he's up there sweating while he's decoding it. People are knocking on the door, sure. yelling at him. Be sure to be sure to what? Oh God, this message. Be sure to what? What could this mean? What are they trying to tell me? Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Son of a bitch! Son of a, a crummy ad. <laughs> and of course, like the the one they always show like during the commercials is like when they go to visit the and this is probably the most terrifying mall Santa and like just the way that it's shot yeah, too, like the super picture. up close shots of people faces and like the camera. Tw it's like a He's Sam Raimi like, movie uh, in that scene. Uh, and Randy just ain't having it at at all. As soon as he sits on the lap, just like, ah! <laughs> they just shove him down the slide. <laughs> And you have like the weird kid with like the the goggles and line. He's like, I like Santa. I like. I Santa. like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. Okay. Cool. Like Ralphie's just like doesn't want anything to do with this kid. Like, like, yeah, cool okay. Kid, whatever. Whatever. Cool. Whatever. He's just thinking. He's like, I gotta tell him I want a Red Rider beef because like he's got like, he's like I like Santa. <laughs> I like oh, okay, Wizard cool. of Oz. But he gets up to the top and fucking, he's just like, oh, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, stage fright at first. He doesn't know what to say. And I mean, that's where he's like the it's kind of giving you the point of view of the kid with like the super up close shots and how like intimidating it could be as a kid to like be in front of Santa or whatever. He's like, ho, 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 <laughs> up in your face. And then you have like the elves that are just like have been working 10 hours straight or whatever. It's like, come on, kid. Come we on, kid. We don't got all day. We no, got, got all day. Oh, shit. Like, and, like stand up in his face. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and he's like, get this kid off my lap. Come on. <laughs> Come he's on. Like, get him off. What, do you, what does he ask for? A football or something? Like, He's like, would you like a football? Yeah. He like doesn't really know what to say. And then as soon as he gets down the slide, he's like, oh, shit, I, now's, now's my chance. I got to no. tell him. And he like climbs up to the top he's like, <laughs> and he spouts it all. He's like, I want a Red Rider baby got a carbine action. Like, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, you shoot your eye out, kid. What are you talking he gives about? Gives him the boot. <laughs> and like Ralphie's face every single time he hears it, he's like, oh. Damn. They <laughs> think Damn. I'm going to shoot my eye out. Oh man, and it just slides down and he just he just lost all the will. Like he's like he's just laying there just in the, the foam at the end. Like, doesn't know what too. to make. Randy's just yeah. laying there too, just waiting, like just doesn't even give a shit either. He's just like, whatever, dude. Like he's just lost all hope of getting a Red Rider BB gun at that, at that moment. moment. Son of a bitch. But he, he gets his Red Rider BB gun. 
Did you ever have a BB gun when you were a kid? When I was a kid, uh, mm-hmm. I used to have like airsoft guns and stuff like that. Airsoft. You know, so yeah, that was kind of our thing growing up was was airsoft guns. I remember I had like a, a airsoft shotgun that we used to like <laughs> take shish kebab sticks and like put them in the barrel of the shotgun. And oh my god. <laughs> It would shoot the shish kebab stick and it would stick into like skateboards and shit, dude. Like that's how like so like literally turning it into a weapon like. (laughs) Oh, that shit was awesome, bro. Like, but we we didn't shoot each other with the shish kebab sticks. okay? but like I remember getting impaled. We were just like, this is incredible. Like, we just just like stumbled on the sides, like little, like, stop. like because little BBs, we would be shooting shit out of each other with. But like the shish kebab sticks, we were like, this is crazy, you know. But... I actually, I did get a, an actual Red Rider BB gun whenever I was a kid, and if it was For actually before, yeah, it was before I even like liked this movie too. Like, it, yeah, it wasn't after I already like really liked it or all that. It was just one of those surprise things. It wasn't even something I was really asking for or anything like that. My dad just ended up getting me a BB gun one year for christmas and i fucking yeah. loved it i loved going out and shooting yeah, cans or whatever i never had the ricochet like ralphie did where they just straight come came back and hit him in the glasses i remember one year my uncle knew that i loved this movie right mm-hmm. but like the one year i i asked for like an ipod or something for christmas and like that is an expensive christmas gift so i think it was yeah. like my mom and my uncle, like a couple people kind of like went together to to get me the iPod or whatever, you know what I mean? But like I remember uh the the gift, it was like a long box, like it looked like a like a rifle box, right? Mm-hmm. And like I go and I, I'm starting I'm opening this gift and it's a Red Rider BB gun, right? And I'm like what? what? Like it's like blow because he like like they I know immediately it's from a Christmas story. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just like I never had shown any interest in ever wanting a Red Rider BB gun, like whatsoever. So I'm just mega confused, and I'm just like, the hell? And like, I didn't say that, but like, you know, I'm just like, okay, yeah. and like, I'm opening it up, and inside, and it's empty. There's no BB gun in it. Inside yeah. was the iPod, and I'm like, of course, oh shit! Like, I remember just being so happy, like, just like. But he, it, of course, like he had it in a Red Rider BB gun box, so uh-huh. he might have a Red Rider BB gun somewhere if he had <laughs> the box. He bought it just to get the box. <laughs> this is years ago, like 15, 20 years ago at this point. So, That's like, the shit I try to pull on someone every year is like, I'll put like, I'll get them something small, put it in a box, and then put that inside of another box, and then like inside of another box or something. Yeah. Wrap it up. Or it's just something like put a something small inside of a comically large box or something, and everybody right. gets all like excited a, and like, it's oh, the shape the of a flat screen tv and it'll be like uh, a like gift card for carabas or something you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it is kind of mean and and when looking at it in hindsight but no, it is dude, funny that, to me. you're you're just like my uncle because i and it's still in my trunk right now last year he did for Kyrie. he wrapped i forget what the present was but it was the wrapping paper was shaped like a chainsaw like it was like <laughs> i still have it i will show you sometime it's like um like it was like he made it wasn't a chainsaw box it was like the wrapping paper was like this could only be a chainsaw you know like he had just literally wrapped the chainsaw up but it was like a a little like game or something like a switch game or something on the inside but like he made it out of like uh like um cardboard and shit you know what i mean just wrap that all up but like it was a chainsaw you got a chainsaw (laughs) so it's funny now that i even think about that he's doing the same thing to Kyrie that he was doing to me you know so that's that's, awesome though it's so funny man but yeah i mean 
you get a lot of stuff that you even though this was set in the 40s that's a lot of stuff that even growing up as like us growing up had stuff in common like going to this department store wherever to see santa yep and then like going to like out in the middle of like just nowhere to get a christmas tree like they go yep. to like a christmas tree farm or whatever and he's like that oh, he's like yeah he's haggling he's like well maybe we'll get us one of those fancy uh alum aluminum one trees or whatever trees. he's like maybe like the pink ones you see over there and the guy's like oh come on now like, all right <laughs> like, <laughs> i'll tie it to your to the roof for you or i was like all right, you gotta tie it to your roof for free you gotta, you deal. gotta deal <laughs> and they get it back and it's just like one of the most like i don't i don't want to say tacky but dude he threw like all the tinsel all over this tree it looks a mess they <laughs> almost lights the house on fire he's like uh he's like eight, ten different like pl plugs into one outlet and he plugs it in you to see the fire and sparks come up he's like oh, oh. <laughs> all right we're good we're good no we're problem good. we're all right like the lights flicker off <laughs> Shit's don't worry good, about it dude. it's all right it's such a dad thing he's just oh we're good we're good we're good don't worry all right, about don't it, worry like. about it. <laughs> scott farkas we talked about him he ended up getting his like he caught ralphie on the wrong day man yeah. <laughs> he caught ralphie he well literally he caught ralphie's hands ralphie yeah. just had enough and just and started i know how it feels this dude i know how a snowball right in the face like that feels even though i didn't have glasses back then i've gotten hit in the face with a snowball but i imagine nowadays you get hit in the face with a snowball and you got the glasses on you gotta like it's just oh it's like a whole and it just pisses you off <laughs> like instantly pisses you off i remember ralphie's just like <laughs> our boy evan the one time cody when we were like 10 years old cody threw a snowball out of him in the face and i've never seen evan bad this he got so pissed off and like wanted to kill cody like oh, he, he oh, it was, yeah it was like the crazy i was like oh my god like so i if that tells you anything you know how it feels getting hit in the face with a snowball you want to fuck somebody up immediately <laughs> after. And Ralphie just straight up. Dude's Scott's leaking and everything. The other dude, his friends are like, holy smokes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like you said, little lackey comes up and he's like, hey, kid. Like, just he's just, <laughs> I'm going to tell my dad. I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> the mom just comes in and grabs Ralphie, gets the hell out of there. And I like she's cleaning him up and all that. Like she goes downstairs and Randy's underneath the sink. What's the matter? What you crying for? Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. She's like, yeah, are you all right? She's like, she's like, what's wrong? She's like, Dad's gonna kill Ralphie. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's like, that's not gonna kill Ralphie. And she's like, can I get you something? You want a glass of milk? And he's like, yeah. And she gives it to him. She's like, you want to come out? He's like, no. And she's like, okay. And she just shuts the cabinet. One of my favorite parts, dude. I forgot about that. He's like, Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. Like, she's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And of course, oh. we we can't go out without talking about the bunny suit. Yeah, you know, like oh the aunt bodysuit, and the mom, of course, makes them put it on. And you got a gift from your aunt; you got to try it on. And it looks like a pink nightmare. See, he, he looks like a pink nightmare. Do you like wearing that? Yeah, that, I love the dad's reaction. Off. He's like, he's like, you like wearing that? You don't look happy at all. <laughs> you want to take it off? Go ahead, go take it off. <laughs> he looks like a pink nightmare. <laughs> he looks miserable. Are you happy in that? <laughs> dude you're right the dad is like the best character in the whole in the whole movie and like i love like, it oh thanks i wonder what this could be and she just drops the bowling ball on his balls he's like <laughs> oh. thanks a lot 
Like you say, he's funny as shit, even though he's like that mean, like dad, he's like also yeah. hilarious and like lighthearted. Stern but fair type dad, old yeah. school dads. Old school dad. <laughs> like thinks he's in the pit crew. He's like, ah, four minutes flat time, me. Like he's yeah. he's classic dad. <laughs> like he's dude. done this before. Like they must have blowouts at, at some point. Oh, yeah. And like how like well, I forget how Ralphie says it, but he's like, if you want to call it a spare tire, he's like, I guess it classifies as a tire, but he pulls that spare out and it has no like rough edges. It's a straight, it's bald <laughs> as hell, bro. That spare tire is so flat. <laughs> like it's just a, a, a little bald donut, bro. It's a little bald donut. Like he's not getting any traction with that tire. No, not in that weather too, buddy. Crazy. In that weather. Like, I don't know how any of these people are driving around. There's so much snow at all I times. Know. And those cars were way worse back then, dude. Like, exactly. So I don't understand. And another thing either. I read, all the snow in this movie was fake. It wasn't real snow, which really? is even more mind-blowing because of how much snow is in the movie. And the yeah, one it's part all fake. Christmas morning, he looks at it, it's all white. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the that trees part... have ice all over them and everything. Damn, how the hell? I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but yet they, they shot it in a place that they were expecting snow and all that, but a majority of the snow that's in the movie is all fake. Like, it's all Shit. just completely done, and it's like, that's... A, whoever was doing, like, the, the set design and all that did amazing job. That's you real well tell. done. Yeah, because I'm gonna look for that now to see if I could tell it's fake or not, but, like, I've never noticed it before. I thought it was all real. And, I mean, it's not, like, a funny part, but it's, just like, it's part of the realism of the movie is, like, whenever they're done wrapping unwrapping gifts on christmas morning every like everybody's like you wake up extra early just so you can like open gifts you know how it is to be a kid on christmas morning yeah. you wake up super duper early even most likely before your parents and they're you're like down there ready to, exactly and i mean like in the movie as soon as they're done unwrapping presents like uh randy's passed out amongst all the paper and all that and he's holding a blimp or something yeah and ralphie's just sitting on the couch with his parents and that's where like his dad's like you want to want a sip of my wine or whatever like, there's another present he's back like there. oh he's like i think you maybe have to clean up all this this paper and all he's like uh make, let randy do it and he's like oh I, I think randy did it last year he's like well you can do it again <laughs> and he's like oh okay but it's like i don't know it just feels like genuine like yeah. it feels like these characters are actually real like it, it doesn't come off like like they're acting or that it's like, like a the favorite. older kid is actually sitting there with his parents and the younger kid ended up passing. Like, like it just feels like a genuine scene. Like someone just started filming a, a family on a Christmas morning. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. how it feels. Yeah. And then like, of course you have like the a little bit more ridiculous stuff. Like the, the dad's just reading the paper and you see the dogs just run right by him and just like, tear up that, that damn kitchen yeah and like and that like the dad's just trying to sneak the the turkey too and she's like it's not even cooked halfway you're gonna get worms or whatever you're gonna get salmonella <laughs> and he's just going in sneaking in like carving up the top piece of the turkey and he's eating it oh, he's, he's like all no. just just mortified going into that kitchen and it's all just like the table's broke the turkey's just ripped apart from those dogs the mom's crying <laughs> isn't that the part when he's just like Galafinga? yeah He's like he's the, my dad could only muster one word. I think he's that like, was earlier. I think that was after the uh, was it after the lamp broke? I don't think I, so. I think, but I don't know exactly. I know exactly what part you're talking about though, because yeah. I always wondered like what the hell he said there. He's like, Gala Gala finger. Finger. quivering with fury, stammering as he tried to come up with a real crusher. All he got out was not a finger. I love the fucking gibberish in the in the movie. <laughs> Me too, dude. It's amazing. This is and one like, of my that's favorites. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't know. 
if it would have worked as well if it would have been like Jack Nicholson in that position. Like, yeah. I mean, we don't we haven't really seen Jack Nicholson in too many like funny type shit. So I don't know. I mean, he's great at playing the straight guy. He's great at playing that type of dude. But I don't know if it would have came off as like funny as it would have with with this dude in the old, in the role of the old man. Right. I, I agree with you. I'm glad we got who we got in the role there. So they, they didn't make any mistakes there. But somewhere out there in the in, in the multiverse, we ha- we have a Christmas story with Jack as the dad and it's good it's weird (laughs) yeah and the mom is great in the movie too like she genuinely feels like their mom like she cares Mm -hmm. about and like you like kind of the overprotective mom like which is always wondering like why is she so concerned about wrapping randy up in all these winter clothes and then ralphie's just doing his own thing like he has his own just child he's the first yeah, born that's, that's the baby she's protecting that's, the baby exactly dude that's exactly how it is the first born is just the g always like they gotta they gotta deal with it because they had to grow up with with the parents as they were learning the second baby is more like they know what they're doing you know yeah yeah true i remember like as a kid going into the school like during winter during the winter months or whatever and seeing like a lot some kids not all just, of them but a couple or two of those kids would have super wrapped up like three coats and the snowsuit like two hats or whatever and mittens. Coming to school, there's always one or two off. of those kids that mm-hmm. are just super bundled up exactly <laughs> man five ten minutes just to take it all off for school and all that well yeah i mean i know we kind of bounced around and everything but it's that's kind of the movie i mean the movie is just like a bunch of just kind of funny scenes just kind of put together it's and like it, a bunch of little mini arcs in the in yeah. the movie you know exactly it's it it, it just it flows so great it's and i mean it's like an hour hour and 40 minutes hour and a half hour 40 minutes but it just flies by so quick yeah it doesn't feel like that long of a movie yeah it's so seamless like even because it's like we just said it does feel like it's just all these little scenes they kind of plotted out and just kind of found a way to mash them together and it fits perfectly and uh, they they found the perfect cast for it because i mean we always talk about with movies with like kids or whatnot they usually tend to come off like either annoying or like whiny or screamy. But like, I feel like every single kid in this movie does their part justice. And they, they right. genuinely feel like a real kid in that time period. They're not Just annoying or anything. Part of the community, you know? Yeah. Part of the community. Like, and especially like, you know, as being a little kid, like they're swearing to each other, but they can't do it around their parents, obviously. Right. <laughs> so and like, like, you, you know, know how, how it is. Like, is. You're really around your friends, you can swear or whatever a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you see that throughout the movie and stuff. A little bit and more reckless. A little bit more He's reckless. Busy. Now I was I was the youngest out of my brothers and stuff, so I didn't have a little brother, but I'm sure that's exactly what it was like where like Ralphie had to deal with his little brother tagging along. Like, come yep. on, Randy. Like, All right, come on, man. Like I got I'm <laughs> You're, I'm responsible for you. Like, you know, like, let's go. There's a reason this movie is is played every single year on Christmas. And there's a reason it's played for 24 yeah, four hours on Christmas and everything on TBS. It's just, I would say it's easily one of, if not the best Christmas movie that's out there. It's easily the most rewatchable out of all of them. The music is fantastic. The acting is phenomenal, especially like the kids. Like it's, it's hard to find kid actors and I feel like they all do a great job. Yeah. Like there isn't yeah. really like any bad acting from what I would tell and what I would say in the movie. I would say this is like, and me personally, I want to put it up there at like the best Christmas movie ever, but I know with the amount of people that don't like it, it's hard for them to fathom that, you know, they, they all even have their own number one, but so I'll say it's easily top five, regardless of what your opinion is. This is a top five oh, yeah. all time Christmas movie. Like, absolutely. 
put something that you know home alone people love home alone i love, you know, home I, alone. I, I, I love home alone. all the way i love jingle, jingle all, the way, all the way is a movie that <laughs> rivals this one for me even though it's for different reasons jingle all the way is one of my favorites but this one i feel like that's one i watch every year too just growing up with this movie the way my family feels about this movie it's like this is my favorite christmas movie you know so mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. man this is definitely going to be one of those ones that is going to stand the test of time. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if it's 2023 or, or 2063, 2073 or whatever. It's yep. this movie is going to be shown on TV every single I'm going to watch this movie every year until I die. Until like, I yeah, die. I'm going to keep this movie alive as long as I possibly can. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, this is a phenomenal movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, you absolutely need to do yourself a service and go out and watch it. Because this, this one is, is, like you said, it's one of the greatest of all time. What's your rent? It's a must must own. Oh, rent. we do it. Usually do a buy it, rent it or miss it. Buy it. Yeah. Buy it. I can't believe I haven't bought. I, don't, I haven't owned this movie in any capacity. I used since, to since I was a kid. So it's I, like, I need to probably add this one to the collection at some With point. With streaming services, it's a little easier for us. Like I just watched it on yeah. Peacock or HBO. I HBO. forget. What. Yeah, yeah, I watched it on HBO. I just watched it um on a streaming service, so it's available. But I I per I wish I owned this. I should this is a movie that I who I don't usually buy Blu-rays and stuff. I would own this. So I'm not gonna lie, um, I don't I feel like I don't own any Christmas movies, to be honest. Like I don't I don't think I own any Christmas movies, which is weird. Get, you got a <laughs> of Halloween movies. I got a shit ton of like scary and horror movies, but I don't have any Christmas movies, which is odd. I just I don't because I Christmas movies you only watch like during a certain time of the year. I can watch horror movies any time of the yeah, year. True. I don't really like watching this in like July. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. I'm not gonna watch a Christmas movie during like summer. But I'll watch like Trick or Treat or in in July. Like exactly. I love that movie. Even though it's a Halloween themed <laughs> movie, I, I'll watch. It. So I feel you on that. But exactly, so I would buy this movie. You need to you need to own this movie. This is a classic. Add it to your collection. Hundred percent. You need to go out and buy this one. Like I should probably buy it at some point. Um, any other thoughts on a Christmas story here, Vernon? No, other than I, just, I, I honestly, like I said, I just watched it a couple of days ago, and I'm already kind of like itching to watch it again, just because of where we're at in the in the season here, with it being December. I would love to rewatch mm-hmm. it again, like within the next few weeks, and I know I'm gonna see it on Christmas Day. So yeah, most likely I, I, I'll probably end up watching it at some point, either on Christmas Eve or, I would or like Christmas do, morning. I don't know how many of these you have planned, or like how many you're already set in stone, but like we just mentioned, Jingle All the Way, I would love to do on this. Yeah, I mean, I don't to be honest. To be honest, I don't have any of them set as of right now. I did. I'm waiting to hear back from Alex and, and hear which one he wants to do. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I don't have any set up, so we could definitely make that happen. Jingle all the way, coming soon. That's that's easily one of my favorite favorite Christmas movies. I, I love it, dude. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. So I mean, definitely uh, stay tuned on the channel. We are going to be talking about Christmas movies throughout the rest of the month here. Possibly Jingle all the way here in the next week or two. Who knows? We'll see what happens with that one. And like we already mentioned. Definitely go check out a Christmas story. I mean, you you probably don't have to go far. It's going to be on TV at some point, yeah. either in the next couple of weeks or on Christmas Eve during or on Christmas Day. You'll see it course. eventually. Just live in life. You won't even be trying, and you'll it, it'll be on. Yeah, or it'll find you. It'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of checking out, make sure to check out all of our other content here on the channel. It's not just Christmas related. We have so much exactly. reviews that are out here. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Go check us out on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Trip Reviews. Also, wherever you get your podcast, drop in and leave us a good review there as well. It really helps out getting our show out there to the masses. Yes. And uh, until next week, we will see everybody later. 